Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of After School Talk. I am your what? Person. After School Talk. Yeah, I hit the K. Yeah, uh, I'm your host, Mr. Dukes. And I'm your other host, <laughs> Dr. Dukes. We're never going to get this intro right. Never, ever, ever. episode like 22. Never, never, <laughs> ever, ever. But yeah, there's another episode of After School Talk. Went blank? I did for a second. Get your life. Because when you hear other After School Talk, it's almost like, I mean, no, when you hear other podcasts, it's almost like, uh, da, da, da. All right, so today we're talking about, but we never do that. We always jump right into small talk. Right, because we different. Speaking of small talk, uh, I hate this. I hate this weather. This Augusta weather right now because mm-hmm. it's cold and rainy. Mm-hmm. But then tomorrow will be dry and sunny, but not mm-hmm. warm. But not warm. But just enough to go out with a, a sweater on, and that's it. Right. But then the very next day, you need a big bubble jacket and a, a sweater on, right. turtleneck. And we're not ready. Peacoat, all of that. That's why people have the coronavirus. Yeah, that coronavirus. I have no idea what that is, by the way, I, but I'm not going to catch it. Definitely. I don't, yeah, I don't need nothing <laughs> to come going to catch it. None of that to come Um, I was going to make a Facebook status that says, there are things that become difficult after the age of 30 mm-hmm. that you never think about in your younger days. Okay. For example, trying to get in the car with your umbrella. What? What? I couldn't get in the car with it. Um, like it was a, it was a whole. I give up. Like I was ready to just, <laughs> just trying to get in the car. When it's rain, because think about when it's rain. Okay, so I want you to think. I have a bag, I have a purse, and I have a two hundred and fifty foot umbrella. So what? Get, <laughs> yeah. So when I get, so when I get to the car, it's like, all right, open the door. But your immediate thing is you want to just throw your body in there because I'm tired of being in the rain. But I, okay, so now I got to get the book bag off my back. Yeah. While I still hold a purse and the umbrella. Yeah. So then you can get the book bag in there, but my arms are short, so it's not like it's gonna reach all the way to the a passenger seat. So right. it's just in the seat. So then the purse and the book bag are in the seat. So now I got to still hold the umbrella out the door and get one hip in, and then move the purse and the and the book bag over to the other seat. And then now we gotta lower the umbrella. So that's a struggle because it's up high. It's a two hundred fifty foot umbrella, so my arms are only like two feet. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is a a women. I'm not done. Wait. Well, okay. And then once you close it, you know what I said. I sat there and said, "Now what? Why is it? And why is this such a thing to me right now?" That I'm like, I now have to pull the umbrella in the car, which means the water is now going to touch me, which defeats the whole purpose. Exactly. They defeated the purpose for the umbrella to go across my nice little pants, my nice slacks, and be wet when I just use the umbrella to prevent my slacks from getting wet. But it's just a little water. I don't know if this is a short person problem or a woman problem or what. And I say short person because you said you got short arms, mm-hmm. but I say a w- women's problem because you a said women's? a women's you a, a women's <laughs> men's. <laughs> A women's I problem. I don't like men's no more. What is it? A woman's <laughs> problem? I don't know if yeah. this is a woman's problem because you said something about a purse. But then I think about like me, like I'm, I'm when it comes to stuff like this, I'm very strategic. Like I'm, I'm a strategic minded person. So I've already got it mapped out in my head how I'm going to get in the car and all this kind of stuff. And it usually goes exactly how I mapped it out. And so when you get and to the point, where you, okay, so when you open the door and you, you still got an umbrella open, right? Yeah, when I get to my and, car, right, and then yeah. you put so you put your book, your book, because you know I'm gonna take a book bag to work. You put right. it what in the front, back seat, what? It depends. I uh, I, I could put it in the front, could put it in the back, but I'm not even worried about that. 
what? But I'm I'm gonna put in. Okay, let's just say back seat. I'm gonna put it in the back seat. Okay. Um, and I, like I said, I guess this is a woman's so problem it, okay, because so you have a purse in your hand. Okay, but let's say you throw it in the back seat, right? <laughs> right. Open the car door, throw it in the back seat, close it. So now you got mm-hmm. the umbrella, and you got to get your body in the car. Mm-hmm. Then get the umbrella through the car. It depends on how hard is how 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 hard is raining. If it's raining real hard, then I mean, either way, you're going to get a little sprinkled on. A little sprinkled on. Yeah. If it's raining hard, and man, they make it work. I don't even. Oh, I think the point is, accept the fact that you're gonna get no, drops of water on you. That after thirty, certain things are just. Oh, we gotta go do that. I, I hope gotta I don't do look this. that crazy because I'm I'm six foot three, two hundred and fifty pounds. I hope I don't look. That's just like um. Well, if I look goofy, cat, everybody look goofy then. Probably. I don't think I look goofy. You look goofy. I'm a little cooler than that got some swag to you. I got swag when it comes to putting your umbrella in the car. <laughs> Get out of here. Anyway. What are we talking yeah. about today? Today, in celebration of the college of my heart's desire of having homecoming soon, um, depending on when it's aired, it'll probably be right the weekend before it. Um, we're going to talk about historically black colleges. HBCUs. All of them? All 100 and, I think it was 110 total. Mm. But we're kind of going down, and that brings up <laughs> the, uh, Morris Brown has a new president. Wait, before we say, wait, wait, wait. What? You said we're going to talk about all, all colleges, mm-hmm. all HBCUs, right? Mm-hmm. So I wore my, uh, Fort Valley is my Hillman shirt, mm-hmm. and somebody at work oh, asked don't, me, don't do it. somebody at work don't. asked me, where is Hillman College? And I I ain't gonna lie, it's, it it kind of hit me at first, like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? What? But I was like, no, it's it, it's a it, it's from a show, different words. Like, oh, okay, just making sure. And I was like, were you? Are no. you? <laughs> but no, it, I mean, it was it was funny after after she asked or whatever. But it did catch me off guard, like Hillman College. It is fake, right? But then, but, but then yeah, you, I actually realized, real, or I, it is college. actually, it, there was oh, a real Hillman College. Um, Hillman College was a real college in Mississippi, oh. um, some some town in Mississippi, and it was an all women's college. Um, and it was oh, from eighteen. Oh, uh, all all I don't know, women. You might be right. I'm sorry. Women's. Sorry. <laughs> it was all women's. All men. <laughs> it's all men's school. It was all young. Nothing but women. <laughs> young ladies. <laughs> yeah. It was young ladies. A school for young ladies. <laughs> a college for young ladies. Um. But yeah, it was. In, it's easy to look up. Just look up. Type up Hillman College, and it should pop up. Um. But that's not the Hillman College we were referring. But to. no, if that's not Hillman College. Out there, looks that up. Yeah. We were talking about Hillman College from the. Uh, TV show A Different World, which was a spinoff from the Cosby, Cosby show. Cosby show, right. Yes. All right. And was the first TV show to depict a historically black college. By the way, did you By see the, the post where somebody said Grownish is the new A Different World? Grownish? Mm-hmm. I haven't. Have I seen Grownish? It doesn't matter because it does, it's not a different world. <laughs> no, no. You, no. It's... Right. We were like, no. Uh-uh. Don't. See, that's your problem now. You, you want to take a different school and put the hbcu occasion uh, seasoning on it and ask, mm-hmm. don't do that yeah or, or season of salt or lemon pepper it's not i just want to say it before we got into the conversation okay yeah i got you but um okay so on facebook and oh let's start off by saying this we normally for the podcast are very um uh we try to keep a good 
a docket together of how we're going to talk about things, how the flow of conversation is going to go. But in order to really just talk organically, like we, we try to be organic anyway, but just to have a real discussion, we just kind of go with the flow with HBCUs. Cause it's a lot of things that we have talked about with our friends who graduated from there, both of us being graduates of them. Um, but this platform would hopefully give us a chance to look at how we can benefit. We can, we can be supportive of HBCUs beyond just homecoming or I gave a couple dollars. Right. 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 Okay. So this is how I started. Um, so Morris Brown college in Atlanta, Georgia has a new president, Dr. Kevin E. James. And we're going to talk about, Morris Brown and the school itself in details a little later, but it was interesting because he recently posted pictures of the inside of the gym of the school. Yeah, the gym and the pool, the old pool area. And the old pool, right. And I don't know if the graffiti in there was a school project or whether some kids have just been coming in and spray painting the gym, but the school has not, has, uh, has had issues that we're going to explain later. But what was interesting was this. This new president has come in with ideas that he's going to revive the school. And when he posted the pictures, what I noticed, 91 comments were made. And so many people were talking about the memories they had in that gym. Um, the times they spent, the uh, playing space, being on a dance team, the basketball games, the step shows. They were just going through it. And so many sad faces. Of just wow, that's what our gym looks like now because it hasn't been used. Um, because and we'll, let's go ahead and get into that. So, the school lost its accreditation. What year did we kind of 2002? See? Okay, so around 2002, and yeah, 2002 lost accreditation and then officially filed for bankruptcy 10 years later in 2012. 2012. So, ever since that happened, every school pretty much was like done with the. Right. Uh, church in the city ended up buying the land. So you got to keep in mind, Morris Brown is a part of the AUC, the Atlanta University Center. So there's Morris Brown, there's Spelman College, there's Morehouse College, and there's Clark Atlanta University. So all four of those schools are in walking distance from each other and create their own kind of quad, right? Now, my memories of Morris Brown was the school that came to the Augusta City Classic with the biggest band I have ever seen in my life. Biggest band. Biggest band. Dopest band. Best band. Man, that was boy, I tell you. What? Mm -hmm. And they would play from the time they got off the bus. bus. I was about to say they were playing from the bus. <laughs> they were playing the from the bus. They got back on the bus. Yep, yep. I'm talking about the last person has their instrument and is still playing until he he put his instrument in and get on the bus. They is it was never a oh we're gonna march and play until we get you know in, out of distance from the crowd because mm -mm. the crowd was gonna be posted up around the bus anyway. Mm -hmm. So then this same school that comes to Augusta every year turns around and ends up on drumline. Drumline, drumline. <laughs> they on the big screen, yep, yep. and exactly what they did in in Augusta, in Augusta is what they did. Is what in they the did movie. in drumline. They yeah. did it in the movie. So we over here like we know the school. You know the school that big, and then it was and it was also a big recruitment for people in Augusta to go to that school and play in the band. Right. So we knew people that went to school there, and they're in the marching band. Some people we even knew were in the movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Big, huge deal. So you're telling me a school 
that recruits hundreds of kids to go climb their band is now to the point where the doors are closed. We don't even have our facilities mm-hmm. and a church has to come by the land just so if we can open up again, the property is still ours. Right. That's crazy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but of course it comes from, you know, people not being responsible, uh, people mismanaging funds. Mm-hmm. Um uh just just lying cheating stealing all <laughs> all that and He's and that's liar. the sad part like a cheat. these individuals um took for granted mm-hmm. what was you know coming in into their school and and that is so sad because like you say what drumline came out in what 2000 2001 2002 somewhere around there um and they they lost their accreditation in uh, two thousand two, or even even if the movie, whenever Drumline came whenever out, came out, Drumline the movie, Drumline and came them, out, and they are literally on every screen in the nation, right? And then maybe like two years later, it was done. right. They they the school is over with. The school is done, not completely closed, but they've gotten to a point where they are losing accreditation and, or have lost accreditation, and it's just crazy that That's you know crazy. things can have a turn for the worse so quickly. Because so that should have been prime time right that they should have jumped ahead of everybody mm-hmm. because your the easiest recruitment is um yes we're the we're the school that was on drumline yeah like that's us that was our camp like this i mean how you don't want to come to our school we give we we that have we have gotten the hbc culture to the big screen so right you gotta want to come here right right matter of mm-hmm. fact when i, I, now I really want to know when drumline um Came out. Drumline the movie came out in two, and somebody probably listened to this. Like it came out in yep right. two thousand two. Like dr- and the li- the song. I mean, the movie really came out in two thousand two, and they lost their accreditation in two thousand two. That's crazy. That that's super crazy. I didn't know it was like the same. That is crazy. I figured I I knew it was around the same time, but I just couldn't mm-hmm. remember what happened first. But that is crazy. Mm-hmm. And sad. So, but then fast forward to where we are now, twenty twenty, and I think really true. I think the school only owns. Maybe three or four buildings on the campus. Yeah, I don't think they even Two own or three buildings them. on yeah. the campus. Like, they don't, like you said, the the church definitely uh, bought out some land. Um, But I think they only have, like, two or three buildings to themselves. Like, right. Morris Brown still right. holds on to. Right. But the thing I like about the new president is that he is um transparent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because it's, it's, there is... Who I'm, I'm gonna get into that in a minute. I, I, I the stutter was the Lord saying, "Hold on, don't say it yet." Um, he's transparent. He's also on social media, mm-hmm. and so that's where he's grabbing people's attention and pulling them in because this is not the only HBCU who has had this situation happen. So we go to Bennett College, who were um, was in jeopardy of losing their accreditation, and so they hit the social media circuit. They started saying, "We need help," and that's a very big piece. Um, mm-hmm. To be transparent and to let people know, like you just said, we need help. We don't we don't have it. Don't no. sugarcoat it. Don't mm-hmm. say, hey, we're doing fine. Everything is going good. No, let the people know. Mm-hmm. Wait, we we are going <laughs> under. Going down. We are going down around here and, and we you know need what? your help. <laughs> it made me think about when somebody be like, hey, can I borrow a dollar? But you know you really need 20. Bruh, if you need 20, say 20. Right. Don't say I'm bar- don't go borrow a dollar from right. everybody. I need this Cause, is the Because you I never need. know what I got to give. Right. You never know. You just asking for that dollar, I'm going to give you that dollar. Right. Right. But I, if you got to say I need 20, I may have given you that whole 20. So now instead of asking 20 people for a dollar, just ask me what you need or tell me, me, what, tell you me what you need. But that's tell very important. Be, be transparent. I need this. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take whatever mm-hmm. you can give me. Because I want you to think about this. Let's just say this man <clears throat> comes back after posting these pictures and says, we have done an evaluation of the gym. You saw the pictures. It's going to cost X, Y, and Z to 
re uh, renovate this gym and get it back to what you guys posted the memories that you talked about to get it back to that mm-hmm. how do you not go okay i see exactly what's happening because a lot of times people forget the closing or the losing of accreditation for for so many institutions is based off the mismanagement of funds. Absolutely. So that makes people hesitant Absolutely. to get out of their pockets because mm-hmm. now we just gave you. Right. Who's to say you're going to mess around and do it again? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So there, therefore, it's like I need a clear, transparent plan of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I want to see. Mm, good example. I just saw a. I remember seeing a school break down for a uh, break ground, break ground for a new building. The next thing I see, a couple years later, the building is up. I can say for my own school, I I remember there was a groundbreaking, like right for homecoming. Mm-hmm. What where, where the building? Mm-hmm. Where the building? Where was the they were groundbreaking for what? What building was it supposed to be? I think it was a dormitory. It was going to be. Oh no, they ain't getting on the dorm. The, mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> mm-hmm. Why you say that? I, I, I ain't saying why. I'm just saying mm-hmm. we've been on that campus several times. Uh, doing other things, but uh, they they don't have no new dorm. dorm no, dorm. it's not. It's not there. So so then it goes. Okay, so what do we break ground for and get excited for? And my this, further my my question. I, see, this was my question when as a had, cover. It was a cover. It, thank you. It was a cover. Like, come on, come on, common sense, people. You so quick to share and promote stuff on Facebook. You should have stopped and go. This is how I need you to look at this. This is exactly how I needed. I needed people, and I'm gonna go into why I need people to do that. Um. At that moment, you should have looked at that. You know when you have that friend that you know is financially strapped and does not have the money, but they 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 out at the club partying, mm-hmm. and you looking on Facebook like VIP popping bottle. Now how you got money? Now you just asked me mm-hmm. last week, yeah, to cover your lunch. You said you get me a payday, but you just went but and bought a Thursday VIP Thursday night, you just had the VIP section because you know something is wrong, and yeah, then eventually it's gonna come out that you don't have the money. Yeah. And lo and behold, that's what happened. So mm-hmm. that's why you have to ask questions and, and pay attention to things. So I think for me personally, being a um, Payne College graduate, and that is that is definitely the college of my heart's desire, I this year has been hard for me because this is the first year I was, I'm not, I'm, I'm leaning very hard on taking a break from homecoming because I need a mental break because I'm so invested in wanting to see the institution improve mm-hmm. that the homecoming experience becomes a difficult process for me. Mm-hmm. For some reason, when everybody comes down for homecoming, I get so excited. I love to see everybody come down from all the different age groups and generations and people coming back and bringing their children to the campus. I love it, right? But when they leave, that's the hard part. Because for one minute, we had there's this, hope. There's hope. There's hope. There's hope. You for feel like one every minute. you feel like you can say anything. And everybody gonna be. Yep, I'm on it. What we gonna right. do? Let's go. Right. But as soon as Sunday comes, oh, when Sunday when Sunday comes, comes everybody yeah. packing up. Oh, everybody getting over that that mm-hmm. that hangover from the previous <laughs> night. Sitting around at brunch and telling lies goodbyes to each other, and telling telling lies about what happened in the past, <laughs> and telling lies about what happened during the weekend, and. All kind of stuff. But reality sits in. Everybody get back home and... It's still work to be done on the campus. We did nothing but party. (laughs) 
and even Georgia, and I'm gonna say Georgia this: there are people who contribute and do things, but the the problem is, I I don't think that uh, the severity of the situation is being explained. Right, so that's that you, the part that's not understood. Yeah, so yeah. that you can capitalize on yeah. that and 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 do what you need to do. Now, let's be honest. I I uh, <laughs> I strongly believe that in order for you to capitalize and make a true progress, you have to go back from the beginning and say, you know what? I know. I'm, I may not have been the reason this happened, but I'm going to apologize on behalf of that person and say, we're not going to let that happen again. Because mm-hmm. there is no acknowledgement that y'all let some people come in and mess up our school. Right. I have a problem with that. Acknowledge that that happened. Because there's some people that are just going to hold on their money because they're still mad about that. I'm still mad that you even let somebody come in and run our school to the ground. Mm-hmm. So let's acknowledge that. Then step two, let's figure out all the needs the financial needs of the school that we we and i don't care if it equals out to 20 million dollars is what you need dream big shoot for it at least shoot for it at least tell people like this is exactly what we want to do and in what areas and tell them i'm about to say but that's not even dreaming big that's that's the reality you got to face reality that's the thing you got to face reality first Mm -mm. you got to face reality as to what you need like you said be transparent so that's the first part or that's that's the part we're on right now, just being transparent, being open. What is it about our culture that we don't want to do that though? You know how, and I'm and I'm gonna say this because I've heard people say this. Like, I don't care if it's if it's a black church or if it's a black school that you're not allowed to critique it in a but in a in a manner that you want to see it do better. Why can't you? Why can't we say like up? Oh, Nope, that's that's not the best move. Let's rethink that. Mm, I don't know. I feel I I can feel people listening and answering why they riding that car. I think it <laughs> like what is that? It's like you're not supposed to talk bad. And 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 the difference is it's not talking bad. It's saying let's let's come back and revisit this and do it a different and better way. I think the first thing is is the okay pride kicks in first. I think the pride part kicks in throw first. Throw this water, yeah. Um, yep. Because I'm I'm too proud to say. Mm. I mean that's the whole that's the whole reason why you haven't been transparent in the first place. Because mm-hmm. my pride won't let me say I need help. My pride won't let me say that I'm in debt millions of dollars. And it, and okay, yeah, I'm in debt a million. No, you're really in debt fifteen, twenty, thirty million. <laughs> But you're only going to put out there, oh, yeah, one or two million. I, yeah, that's all. It, it's just that. So your pride, the pride part kick in first. Um, but after that, I guess my question is, why isn't anybody, I guess, challenging that, I guess you can say? Oh, why right, why, right, right, why right. is the challenging part not coming in? Like, So I'm going to tell you this. Hey, bro, yeah, you said a million, but... <laughs> It look like you need more help than that. <laughs> what's, the, what's going on, man? It's like, like when somebody say, oh, my brakes just need fixing. No, oh, no, no. You need an no. engine. You, yeah, you, you need, need a whole engine. engine. You need Your four, four brand gone. new tires. <laughs> man. I know for me, it's a it's a difficult thing to challenge it when I know people going to think, oh, okay, your dad used to work at the school. You got a different uh, view or you have a bias about it. Yeah. No, no. I just work in education. and <laughs> And it's kind of, kind of simple. It's it's a simple it's a simple process. I'm gonna tell you what. 
I give it to any HBCU to struggle because we do not have the resources that other schools have, right? Mm -hmm. However, once Bennett College made that money, mm -mm. wait a minute, Bennett College did it. Okay, so somebody go talk to Bennett and figure out what they did. Go go through the blueprint. Go through the plans. Do it for your school. And I really think they they did exactly what you and I have talked about um together. Uh, they they did what we've talked about. Like like we said initially, number one being transparent, letting people know what we need. Number two, asking for the help. Um, number three, accepting you know whatever somebody has to offer. Like if you got this, I would take it. If you got that, I would take it. Um. And being vocal about it. That's the other part, too. Like, being on social media, uh, doing the different bruh, uh, bruh, bruh. hashtags. and You know, the um the new president at Morehouse did that. I mean, not Morehouse, Morris Brown. He made a post that they needed professors. Mm -hmm. And he straight up said, we can't pay you, though. Right. If you if you would just be willing to volunteer to teach one class, we'd be grateful. Mm -hmm. Thank you, please. Here's here's the link to fill out the application so we can let you know what the process is. That man was willing to say, I have to drop my ego and say, I can't pay you, but right. I need you. Right. And regardless of what kind of backlash he may or may not have gotten, regardless of the, the comments and concerns that people had, he was willing to go mm -hmm. that far to mm -hmm. let you know that's that's how in need I am. Mm -hmm. it, and, and regardless of even if, even if he could do it or not, whether you know uh, legal legal reasons or whatever, regardless if he could or could not actually do it, he was willing to say I'm I'm down to that. Mm -hmm. I'm down to getting volunteers to teach college courses. <laughs> Period. Period. Um. So I that you know that that says something in itself. Or just about being, you know, transparent and just saying what I need, saying what what the school need. Yeah, because if you're if you're not saying the need, okay. And and now I like I said I, I'm to the point now where <laughs> I need a mental break, so therefore I don't mind putting all my thoughts on the on the table to really um just to process it really. So. To continue to do the same fundraising, you should you gotta know that that's not working, okay? So you have to to go at it at a different angle, mm -hmm. and a part of that is saying we're going to start really explaining what the need is. Mm -hmm. And my issue is that this has been going on since 2010. I say just too long. Period. We're going on ten years of foolishness. By now, something should have been said on behalf of the college that was that was just clear as day just like this man said i j listen this is where we're at this is this is the point we're at but this is where we want to be so when i sit into a meeting where i find out that the five-year plan at, at another institution is that you plan on increasing enrollment by ten thousand, and we already know we almost said that before the five-year mark that was a clear plan it was very strategic so you have to say i know we are right here but this is where we want to go specifically when i i mean very detailed from enrollment to staff to faculty to programming to scholarships to uh services you gotta my, be very my, detailed my, my how to hold off on them scholarships oh, we, gotta get, we gotta get <laughs> we gotta get oh he said that the kids can't, can't get them no, you can't get yeah. no money to come wait, here wait not not yet can't <laughs> but, give our scholarship <laughs> yet but it, but no 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 but we're talking about a five-year plan so yeah, we're talking yeah. about we we're, we're saying what the plan is right. this is the plan all the way out yeah. so then you can say hey what do you what parts of it do you want to contribute to what parts can you contribute to and then you get that in order and say, if it's, if what you're bringing in is not, if your goal is not to hit beyond that 
whatever that big amount is, then we're not doing enough. We're not thinking enough. And then you're not going to reach that by doing mediocre little things. People, people assume that little things like little fundraisers together will equal a big amount. But what happens is you're, you don't have that big of pool of people. So you keep pulling money from the same people and that's not how it's going to happen. And then I think the other thing too is, uh, when you don't put out that plan, it also makes it look like, oh, they don't really need it. Mm. They don't. They don't really need my help anyway. So why why I need to give anyway? But if you do lay out that plan and show you know what we are in need of, what our plan is, how we think we should get there, then somebody might be like, mm-hmm. okay, I I see what's going to be happening mm-hmm. with these funds that I give. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let me go ahead and 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 do what I need to do to give. But the other thing I want to say is, um. Some people might say, well, have you given back to your school and all this kind of stuff? Um, my thing is, is unless your school has that established plan in place, um, just giving money is not necessarily going, going to help. Uh, and, and the reason I say that is um, the same way, you know, schools got into that position or that predicament in the first place, you could very well get right back into it. So mm-hmm. I think that's why the, the plan is, is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's important for people to know so that they are a little bit more comfortable to give. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Have that plan to, to provide that comfort so people can, you know you know what? I see where my, my money going to. Mm-hmm. Now I feel comfortable about giving. Right, right. That makes sense. Because I don't think that people really want to admit the trauma of what happened. Right. You don't really want to admit that. There, there were people who I think about the students, right? So when we had the president that came in and just <laughs> oh took a, it was like a a kid taking their hand to a Lego set and just boom <laughs> knocking down stuff. I can remember the student leaders at that time feeling oppressed, voiceless, being kicked out of school for voicing their opinion. That's traumatic mm. when you really are at a place that you you're growing into your adulthood that you love and you bond and, and form mentors and friendships. That's a traumatic thing. So you got to go back and say that could be a part of why people don't trust in giving that there are people that have. But they, they uh, I don't know. Because right. we, we was kind of going down. Yeah. And then this happened. We went down some more. Right. Right. No, I don't trust y'all no more. <laughs> y'all can't get none of this. <laughs> Not I want to give y'all two dollar, and that's two dollar coming out the change draw. Mm-hmm. I ain't giving you nothing, right? So then, so then, when those things are healed, I think you will get a better, you'll have a better chance of really grasping and that's it, bringing people together. That's it. Um, and then I think you have to also acknowledge the fact that there were people that were a part of this institution for so many years that their vision and plan didn't deserve to be erased like that mm. so i would say sean palmer it didn't deserve to be where this man alongside of our dean dr Tenge, have worked so hard to create this student affairs program that was just we, we every year we were topping the things we were doing we were doing student leadership development that i know for a fact big schools were not doing right. they were not doing it this way so we are we are we are rapidly gaining speed and then Every person that comes in after them says, that was trash. We're not doing that. Skirt. So what what made, what made that programming ineffective? Because last time I checked it, it worked very well from the looking at the alums I see. 
everybody's doing pretty good. You Did you learn something? Yes. Oh, okay. So why, why are we bringing that type of programming back? But in order to do that, you got to build a relationship with the people that that, that had it. They, yeah. Yeah. Got to build a relationship. Um, and, But I, I definitely think it was haters. <laughs> had some, had some haters um, in the atmosphere. Ooh. And, and strong I, haters. Yeah. Yeah. Like you literally just didn't want to do the thing because he did it. Right. And you just didn't, you didn't want to admit that you didn't know what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Cause that was the next thing you keep bringing in people Come on now. What what you doing? What's your plan? What's your goal? What's the plan? Because I always tell What's people. What's the plan? What's I, the goal? And like you say, being intentional. I knew that after being uh, heavily involved in student affairs, I wanted to work in student affairs, right? Mm-hmm. But I have to give it to my professors at the University of South Carolina. I did not know student affairs. Mm-hmm. I really didn't know it. So after going through the degree program, I'm gaining more knowledge of what should be done and realizing even at my school that I thought was doing so great, we still had work to do. Like, wow, we could have been doing this, could have been doing that. Right. So then when you think about somebody else coming in on the on, on another end and you do not have that knowledge, you may have had some exper- experience. You, hey, it's some people that played on the team, but they weren't good. Right. That, or... That, or, or <laughs> Or it was just some people on the team. Right. Like, they, they didn't even play. play. You didn't even get in that game. <laughs> You've been getting. on the bench. But then you come in like you know what you're doing. Right. And then it ends up where every year we're going down and down and decreasing mm-hmm. and decreasing to the point now you only have 300 and something students. Right. That's the that, problem. If that. Right. If That's the that. problem. And, and, and the thing is, you can't look at um, historically black colleges um, as a... What's... Uh, mm, Almost like a thing of the past. They're still necessary. Absolutely. Yeah. Like they're still needed. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why it's so big. Like I think about the students I've had in, at different high schools that can benefit from HBCU. I know UGA is a wonderful school or USC is a great school or mm-hmm. Georgia Southern. But I know they can benefit from going to a Payne or a Claflin or a Winston-Salem. Like that's where they need to be. Right. Just for the exposure of... Getting to know yourself first. Yes. Getting to know your background, your culture, your history first. Um, cause you know we have several former students, uh, um, that don't get outside the Augusta area. Mm-mm. Like they they don't make it past Augusta Mall. And and for my people that's out of town or or you know <laughs> listening that's not familiar with Augusta, they they won't necessarily make it outside of a ten or twenty mile stretch. Right. That that's it. They. Yeah. Well, in their whole first 18 years of life, they will never make it out of that, you know, eight, uh, 10, uh, 20 mile stretch, stretch of Augusta. Um, and, and just going to an HBCU can give them, you know, so much diversity, so much culture. Um, and, you know, some people think, well, it's an HBCU, it's all, it's all black, it's all black students. Man, but it's boy, all different. Because <laughs> your Augusta black person not the same as your Atlanta black person. Who is not the same as your Florida black person? Who is not the same as your New York black person? Your California black. So yeah, we all black. Jamaica. Then you got your then you got your Africans. So you know you get that you get that mix up, and it's like you. It really you know what it does. It teaches you that black is not monolithic. That's very. That's what it does. Like you go onto a campus. My girl small. You so silly. Girl small. But you really do. I really realize like we come in all different shapes, sizes, yeah. Um, yeah. accents, cultures, yeah, yeah. religions. It was just this, this, I, my my knowledge is of my city. Yeah. And then I found out it's totally different. You knew when you heard Atlanta boys talking versus yes. Green County yes. boys versus um, the ones <clears throat> that was from California. It's like mm-hmm. they we 
Yeah, now y'all, and y'all looking, y'all dressed different. Yes. Got a different swag. Yeah, and then you think about other things like just the music. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember getting, you know, getting mm-hmm. other, uh, music from Atlanta and Augusta. If you know Augusta versus Atlanta music trends, Atlanta used to always get the music before, <laughs> before Augusta did. So we when when the Atlanta folk got back to school, it's like, hey, what music y'all on now? <laughs> so now you come back to a go, or you in Augusta with Augusta folks, like, hey, y'all ain't heard this, hey. <laughs> you ain't heard this. Like, no, we get up front. Them boys right. from Atlanta. You're right. That's how you knew about T.I. before we yeah, did. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, T.I., who absolutely. is this guy? But um, yeah, yeah. you already got put on from the ones who in Atlanta mm-hmm. that already knew. So, yes, definitely. definitely. Just, an, just anybody, boy. Yeah. Anybody. I think that, that that's the whole beauty of it and why it is so, like, when everybody gets together and it's this black love, black vibe, strong, you can do anything idea. It, it's just like something as simple as the uh motto that the school had during the time I was there. You can get there from here. Right. That is more powerful than whatever y'all saying now, period. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's more powerful. Because you gotta remember there are people who look at you going to the institution and think you can't do anything past this. Mm-hmm. The reason why you came to that school is because you couldn't get into somewhere else. Right. So when I have a line sister that graduated from Ohio State with her PhD, mm-hmm. it's like Tell, tell me again. Mm-hmm. You can get where you can get anywhere from here. Yeah, this school prepares us for the next step. Right. So that's that's what your goal is. Even if you and that can be a part of your fundraising, bring it in and say, "Listen, I'm gonna show you people who have gotten there." And it's so many that y'all could y'all could be doing this every day, yeah. every day. You can do 180 alums yep. for every school <sighs> school day that we have in the year. Yep. But you got to really show like this is what HBCUs have to offer, and that's why you want to come here over going there because this is a competition, right? And, and but again, it goes back to being transparent first. Mm. It goes back to that um because you got to be transparent with whatever alums you're gonna be bringing back in. Let them know why they coming. Like we we need your help. I, I ain't wish even. Somebody I ain't see even. My face right I ain't now, even you asking know. you for money. I'm not asking you for money. Just give me a little bit of your time because we just need people to see what mm-hmm. we have produced out of our great school. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Be, transparent, be transparent, man. Like for real. <laughs> be transparent. Let the world know what's going on. You already know what's going on. And you know what? No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't. That's what we no, see. Like, so y'all need money for what? Right. Oh, we just need it. Okay. I mean, how much? Because I can get, you know, just like the church. You want the kind of folds? You want the kind of jingles? Right. <laughs> how much do you need? Or the kind of don't make no sound. I just switch from one bank account to the next, from your bank account to mine. Transfer it. Yeah, transfer it. <laughs> Give me that e transfer, man. We want them big, big checks. Yeah, you need man. big checks. So if okay, so if we're looking at this, um, I think that over the years it can be easy to bash um HBCUs and say they they don't know how to manage their money. Right. They don't know how to do this. So you have to take a certain um a professionalism in to really show people this is beyond uh just asking for assistance. That we mm. really are making a mark in the community, and that's that's why you're contributing. Mm. So. Step one is being transparent, right? Mm-hmm. Step two is is developing a uh, a million a multi million dollar campaign around that transparency. But then also step three, I think, is that you have to be willing. Kind of go back to what you said about the ego to ask for assistance in areas even if you cannot pay whoever to help. Mm-hmm. Okay, even if you just want to sit at the table and say, "I just want to hear." You guys talk and plan, and maybe when I go back to my institution, I have ideas. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, I to have Bennett College, to have um, 
even a big D1 school, even a school that you don't even, you know, you don't have any money. You know, like I, y'all spend, I don't know, $20,000 on one meal for one, right. some, you know, something, you know, just like what, even if you don't have that kind of money, just to sit in the room and see what are they doing. So then how can I take this and scale it to my school? Mm-hmm. For example, going to USC, I got a phone call one time from a student that worked in the alumni office. And her name was Karen. And she was a what? A higher education student affairs major. Mm-hmm. And her dream was to da 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 And she asked me about mine. And, and of course, after chopping it up, she explained to me what the money would go to. Because she was one of the people that gets the scholarship for such and such. And boy, by the time you know that, I was like, well, Jesus. Um, well, maybe I got at least $20 mm-hmm. I can send. Because... Because they were using the students to call. Mm-hmm. So it, it, when you're talking to a student that's at the same school you're in and talking about the classes you took together, it resonates, right? Mm-hmm. So go back. What students can I get and say, hey, we're going to have a little pizza party. <laughs> yeah, I know I can go get me some, some pizzas mm-hmm. and y'all going to sit in here and we're going to make some phone calls to some people. This yep. is the script I want you to follow. We're going to do this today. Um, matter of fact, we're going to do it every month. Every first of the month on, on Monday nights. So y'all mm-hmm. going to come here. We're going to do this. How can I scale it down to my school to fit? And then that can even turn into an event. Um, I, I remember older older shows where when they raising money, they having the people in a room oh, with yeah. phones. Mm-hmm. Like, what would that call? Some kind of like a marathon, not marathon, like but a, it was something thong. Something thong. thong. And I, I hope y'all can picture it. People in a room with phones, and they got and some they got different host. acts yeah, going and on, they got and the talent show got going the camera. But yeah, that like that's that's a real thing, and it can now, be a real thing. Now and okay, so let's go. Twenty, it's twenty twenty, right? Yeah. You got the students in there; they all calling, right? And you got a couple staff members in there, and then you're showcasing the talent. This is how simple and cheap this is. Let me tell you how simple and cheap it is. All you gotta do. Just go live on Facebook. Yeah, I was just about to say, social media. Just go live on Facebook. You can, and you can go on all the platforms. Can, live on Facebook. You know, we can live even, on Instagram. We can even donate Instagram. money through Facebook. Through, through Facebook, through the Cash App. You can have a little window showing the money going. Like, yeah. maybe maybe we talking too much. And now people going to be like, well, y'all do it then. Listen. Wait, 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 wait. People, wait and I'm wait, saying, wait. and I'm be real. It's been times I've posted stuff on Facebook and, there, and somebody has said, oh, well, um, you should go do it. <sighs> Um. <laughs> I, okay. I this is what I would challenge you to do. I challenge you to take what I just said and then tell me what's like how what. Let's let's add to it. Build on it. Build on. Yeah. And then okay. And if if you want the one that say then go do it, then you help. Right. If you tell me to go do it, I want you to help and bring at least two other people. Mm-hmm. You see so yeah thing. so yeah now now it's like yeah mm-hmm. tell us to go do it like, but know. when you say it I want you to agree to you doing it yourself right. and you recruiting recruiting two other people right and please understand that these two other people got to come ready to work because see that's the other thing I don't yeah. want absolutely I'm tired of going absolutely. going to anybody's meeting and talking it's, yeah we done you gotta, gotta get that action I've said it to people before when you, you send me action. a message and there's something that you want to do for this institution if it's not a complete plan and it's a hostile takeover because I'm about to take over by this point. And I'm not talking about taking over like the administration, but I'm saying like go in there and say, we we got to we here. Mm-hmm. We are here. Here we go. This is the plan. And you help these people come up with it versus I don't know. You, you kind of thinking on a don't don't you can't you cannot make moves on a chicken dinner or spaghetti dinner plan. It can't be that because you know and, how the church, and, and, you know how black churches do. We're going to raise money. For the uh, building fund, and we're going to have pancake dinner in the back. And not to mention, at some point, the plan got to turn into action anyway. Mm-hmm. So, 
like you said, it's, a, it's enough talking about what the plan is. When the plan going to go into action and start producing something mm-hmm. so we can actually see the effects of it. Um, so, yeah, that that's what I guess that's what it is now. And this, and this is where it should have been um, a while ago um, with some some real action, some right. real action. Like you said, not the chicken dinner, spaghetti dinner, fish fried on. No, we need a full on right. uh, put it all out there yeah, again. Going back to what we said. Transparent. It's gonna always go back to number one. It's gonna go all, always you go gotta, back to number one. You just gotta one. lay it out on the table and say, "This is the problem." <clears throat> Tell all, get all the skeletons out of the closet and say, "This is where we are, and we need assistance in in these areas." And and also be strong enough to say, "I even though I know what I need assistance in, you you don't need help from everybody. Some people are just there to be nosy, and you you let them people go on about their business. But and really and just, nosy folk." Those folk can be there too, cause then they can run back and tell it as to what's happening. <laughs> oh, what's that was but you yeah. know, somebody's not being productive in the meeting. Yeah, we yeah, need everybody yeah. to be productive like like that. But if you yeah. can come into the whatever event, that's fine. But um, I was gonna say this, and I forgot. See, this is, I like when we have these nice little organic conversations. We always have organic conversations. I guess we. Yeah. What you about to say? Man, hold on, let me think. Um. Uh. Um. Any any other points we want to bring up though? Why are you thinking? Oh, you actually thinking of what to say? It's so much. If I could say everything, I was boy trying to. I'm trying to be professional. Payne College Homecoming is coming up though. Um, I think it's gonna air before homecoming. Uh, before homecoming. But Payne College Homecoming is is coming up. And you and you know, just like uh, <coughs> just like you talked about <clears throat> the new president posting those uh pictures of Morris Brown and people talking about the memory they had. Y'all got a, a big memory thing coming up too this this uh, homecoming weekend with a party coming up. Oh, the, the currency committee. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we just thought about it at work too. I remember being at Fort Valley. Think uh, being going to the website Cha-Ching. Cha-Ching. Cha-Ching website, boy. They just have all the pictures from all the parties. Everybody going on there like, oh yeah, I was in the beach. Boy, I was in. You were that party was jumping that night, boy. Yes. Hence why I was like, okay, I said I want to go on homecoming. <laughs> But I might have to make this Friday might, night. Might I might have to slide through one. and do that. And then be like, okay. I can't remember what I was going to say. I just completely I lost either. that last thought, though. Mm. Well, let's run back through uh, the points we wanted to make with with this particular discussion. You still think about the last point you wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Well, you like should have wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. We just talking. Even though I do have an ink pen up here. But still, you know, it was something. It was, it was something. I I'm I just want to see the school be successful. Um I believe that there are several alums um that could come together to make something happen and it and preferably that can be done to assist because um it can't it won't be done overnight. But what you don't want to happen is that in the midst of you wishing and hoping that it goes away. So let let's let's think about this. The, the whole world right now is is focused on Kobe Bryant and his family, and talking about how life is so short and you know you need to love on people now, do such as now. Take that same mentality with you into homecoming. Take that same mentality every year. It, it can't just be a joke or a laugh that this may be the last homecoming. Because when it really hits, then you're gonna be sad. And I know me, I'm going to be so furious <laughs> if that ever happens. Cause my heart is gonna be broken. My heart will be broken if something happens to that school. So I don't want to see anything. I don't want to see it go away. 
So I want people to have a little bit more urgency with it. And the same energy, the same energy that you give Tyler Perry when he makes a mediocre movie, you have to get that same energy when anybody at your institution gives you mediocre work. If you are an alum and you care, you got to call it out. You're giving me mediocre work. You're giving the students their mediocre work. And if I was a student there, I wouldn't accept that. And if my child went there, I wouldn't accept that. So I'm going to call you out on giving anything to this institution mediocre work. It is the college of our hearts and desire for a reason. So with that, you have to give me all, all of it. So if you know that you are in a position you don't need to be in, then quit and go to another school. In the words of Brandy as Thomas now Wells, either love my PC or leave my PC. And it's so crazy because when she said that at that moment, nobody really knew the impact of it. Nobody knew that we was going to have a president that was going to just tear everything up. But I think she was foreshadowing what was what, what was going to happen. Not that she knew that, but she, it just really foreshadowed the fact that we had people that really did not love the institution and we allowed them to stay there. Nobody wanted to really say and call them out and make a whole social media campaign about them. Other than Jamar. Shout out to Jamar because he, he, he'll call a spade a spade in a heartbeat. But I think we got to do better with making sure that the people that are there love the school and holding them accountable. And then the ones who who, who love the school we back them up a hundred percent. Oh my goodness. I cannot. I, I, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. You're done. You're done. <laughs> and that, my ladies and gentlemen, was Dr. Sharon Elizabeth Spry Dukes. Man. You <laughs> You are crazy. You hit him with that girl. I, I did not. Snap, snap, snap. I see you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see you. I just thought you was zoned out. I didn't know what you was doing on your phone. So I, but I, I, anyways, Man. I can't. I could not. Let me go on my wallet and rip out a check for paying college. Hey. But no, I agree. Gonna, I agree. Gonna going on the circuit. <laughs> I agree with everything you said. Real talk. Um And, uh... I mean, I, I I I know some like I said like I said before somebody gonna say well she doing all that talking let her go do it then you can't handle two surprise <laughs> put it on the table put it on the table call space y'all can't handle two surprise um, y'all y'all know that's what it is if they if they wanted to reach out and ask for anything I'm right here and nothing's changed same address absolutely so be real and and what, <laughs> you, one thing I shouldn't have to go approaching you are and you already know and and one thing I know for a fact is um uh her name has been dropped in in meetings and stuff like that um but but no one has has reached out no, for real though. so hey I'm, I, I i know what it is i'm an i'm i'm good with that i'm just hoping somebody out there can take the information and run with it absolutely yeah make it do what no, it i do. ain't good with that let me stop lying no you, that's that's dumb you need help get some help like i know when i need help with stuff i'm going to reach out and call the people that can help me <laughs> like that's that's why that's the that's the beauty of going to HBCU. Right. If I need help with a website, I'm calling Rashad on. If I need help with uh, 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 cooking, I'm calling Daryl Tyreek. If I need help with an event, I'm calling either Palmer or Nina. Like that's that's the beauty of it. So you you we know we've learned that skill, so we got to reach out and do that with each other. Absolutely, and that goes for everybody. Everybody, everybody goes for everybody. So, um, but anyway, we're gonna turn up this weekend just a little bit because we got a whole lot of other stuff to do. We stay busy. Stay busy. We stay very busy as the Dukes' sisters, yep, yep. women's and men's. 
But it's go time now. So, uh, remember to what's all the things you gotta do? Like, share, subscribe, subscribe to After School Talk. Tell a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend right. about After School Talk. Oh, you got a little closing in. All right, all right. Oh yeah, we moving on up. Peace, people. Later. <laughs>